Hell yeah, brother. Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man, as voted by Poseidon, Odysseus, Zeus, and don't even think about me naming the rest of my body parts, because those were just my three nutsacks. Now, I appreciate everyone who's tuning in right here live on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle. Shout out to North Shooter, Ifusame, I Love Rain, Julie Fett, Mo Flavor, Huge Low, Charky, Genie, Venus Die Traps, uh, Julie Fett, and Infamy. Julie Fett, Mo Flavor, Huge Load. Maybe a couple more that I missed out on. I appreciate you guys being here. It is Friday and we are just about right on time. We do this podcast, 3.30 every Friday. Right now it's 3.39. That's right, people. We're only nine minutes late. That's kind of crazy. I don't know. Um, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be because all my topics I've written down are kind of short. But you know what? That's okay. Being short is fine. I had a dream <laughs> last night that I just thought of. I didn't even know I was going to talk about this. I had a dream. I don't know who it was. I think it was a skater. It might have been like Andy Schrock or Chris McNugget. I was hanging out with a skater. And they were way shorter than they really are in real life. I think Andy and Chris are about the same height. And for some reason, I was like, damn, you motherfuckers are short as hell. And I'm like looking down on them. I had a whole dream about how tall I am. Why am I talking about this? Oh, yeah, because the podcast might be short. Anyways, would you guys like a chance to win a free pack of Ninja Lifestyle stickers? I would love that. Well, all you have to do is answer a trivia question correctly. There's only one podcast in the world. That gives away Ninja Lifestyle stickers every single Friday, and you're watching it, so I'm happy to have you here. The trivia question is this. I might be dating myself a little bit. Ooh, that might have been a hint right there, too. But there's an old movie we all uh, know and love called The Goonies. Yep. Came out in 1985. It's about adventure and family. These guys go on a quest to find some buried treasure. Bullshit like that. I keep seeing a fucking hair on the side of my hat. Um... Here's the question. First one to answer this correctly gets a Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack sent to the American address of their choosing. Or Puerto Rico. <laughs> or Canada or Texas. I don't fucking care. Texas? Is that what I said? Okay, who played the part of the Asian kid? <laughs> yeah, we're really politically correct here. Who? No, not who played the part. What was his name? What was the character's name that played the Asian kid? He's always squirting out oil from his shoes. Kid had a fucking punching bag pop out of his chest. What else did he do? He, uh, oh, he had, he somehow made a grappling hook out of a fucking, out of some, like, teeth or something. <laughs> what is this? Like, the kid, if we really analyze this movie, the kid almost fucking died. I think he fell onto, like, some sharp sticks, which is a really mean way to catch pigs. I think I've seen that in some old uh, survival shows. You know, you, you dig a pit, you put a bunch of sharp sticks facing up. And the pig falls in and just dies. Well, they almost got that poor Asian kid like that. But luckily, he had his, like, he had his keychain with his little teeth on it. And it saved his life. Bullshit. Also, who hangs out with anyone that knows music? Like, you can just read music in, like, Spanish. And now you know how to play music. Piss me off, that dumbass movie. Anyways, iBookBoy says trivia. Sharky Genie says data. Julie Fett says data. North Shooter says... The kid had all the gadgets. Well, Sharky Genie was first. You are the winner. You get the Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack to go with, uh, you've probably won a couple times, to go with your other Ninja Lifestyle stickers. Maybe you've already used them or given them away. You know what I always say? Stickers are meant to be stuck on things. When I was younger, I have a bunch of, like, stickers, and I'd be too afraid to stick them on something because then I wouldn't have my sticker anymore. Now, 
that I pay for my own stickers, I want them to be on everything. I want the stickers to be out there. They're like little mini billboards of me. They're like, you know what? It's like graffiti, but I don't really have to go out at night and be cold, and I don't have to steal paint cans. I can just bloop, little bloop, little sticker right there. And although I don't have no street fame, I'm not in the you know, cool-ass graffiti gang. doesn't matter. I got my own fucking stickers. I'm sticking them around. And guess what? I got a whole gang with me sticking the stickers out there, too. Getting sticky. Getting sticky on their little fingers, little sticky fingers. Sticky finger goddamn bandits. Yeah, stick them on some titties. Stick them on a light pole. Stick them on your, uh, your computer. Maybe you have a laptop. Maybe you're a DJ. My homie DJ Mixwell, he had one on his computer. Every time he plays a DJ show, it says Ninja Lifestyle. Does that do anything? No one's ever looked at the DJ's laptop and been like, oh, I'm going to go to that website right now. That's never happened, but it's brand awareness. All right? So I'm uh, I'm a big fan. Anyways, we have a lot to talk about. I figure we should get the serious topics out of here first. Okay? We have a pre-show. Every time we do this show, I talk to you guys and hang out with you guys as we look up articles. And uh, usually we find funny articles or misspelled articles or things like that. Today, however, it was mostly serious articles. And both of them have to do with guns. If you don't like the gun topic, just fast forward if you're listening to this on YouTube or whatever. But uh, it's two gun things. A lot of people were somewhat criticizing me, I guess, because I haven't talked much about the Rittenhouse thing. And the reason for that is because when I'm doing a podcast, we can't really have a good discourse, right? We can't really talk to each other. It's only me talking. When I do the podcast, I don't really talk back and forth to the viewers that much. But when I'm drunk here on Twitch, because we stream, what, three days a week, four days a week, I'll talk to you guys about anything because we can have a real discussion. So that's kind of why I've veered away from this topic too much on, uh, on the actual podcast. But I guess we'll just touch it. Really quickly, right? The FBI had these drones. We found out all the truth. This guy went free. A win for pro-gun people, and the whole world was mad. Okay, cool. Last week, we talked about it. Suddenly, everyone loves pedophiles, and if a guy kills a pedophile, and it turns out it was self-defense, America's still mad because America loves pedophiles. Well, a few short weeks after, actually about one week after, uh, let's, let's remind everyone Kyle Rittenhouse is white. I feel like we shouldn't have to do this, but Kyle Rittenhouse is white. Week later... Uh, black guy, felon, kills a bunch, kills some children, kills six people, driving his car. It's a car, not a gun. And he's black, not white. So we can't be mad at the guns because there's no gun here. He's black, so we can't say racist white guy, right? We can't do that. His social media, this guy has like yeah, some some risky, risque stuff about white people on there. So if it was the other way around, we'd call him racist. But, you know, I think... He, I think this guy's allowed to say some anti-white shit. Who cares? Without being judged for it super hard. Anyways, there is something we can judge this guy hard for. is killing some children in the street. Because he drove. The kids are having a parade. He's in the middle of some type of uh, domestic dispute or stabbing or something. I don't want to, again, I don't want to spread misinformation. I haven't read the whole article. Drives down the street, sees a parade, kills a bunch of people, drives away, tries to escape, and they catch the guy. Why am I explaining it in, uh... Why am I explaining it like this? Well, white guy kills pedophile, America's mad. Black guy kills child, a, a fucking innocent child, America sweeps it under the rug. I mean, there's got to be a problem here. So last week, my argument was, why do, why do we defend pedophiles? This week, why do we forget dead kids? 
Why don't we just move on with our lives so simply and so easily? Is like the kid is is doing a fucking parade. Obviously, they're like, you know, they're trying to impress their parents and shit. And then they just get mowed down by this guy who doesn't have a care in the world. It's uh, it's interesting what the media chooses to to bring up so that we can be against each other. Because even right now, I'm kind of buying into it right now, too. This happened. They sweep it under the rug. They know that people like me are going to be like, hey, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. It further divides people, man. I think everyone should. This guy's going to go to court, and whatever happens is going to happen. You know, I think that's, I think that's to me, a mature way to look at it. This guy, Kyle Rittenhouse, went to court. Whatever happened, happened. Um, you know, he can, he can deal with, with his problems in his own life. But it's just like, oh, I don't know, man. You kill some children. <laughs> like I think that's that's why we hate school shootings so much, right? Because a bunch of children fucking die. But if this guy runs over a kid in a parade, we go, eh, I mean, come on now. Let's read this. Uh looks like this article. I didn't read this yet. I didn't even click it at all. But as I scroll down, my first quote that I read, it says, I feel like I'm being out like I feel like I'm being made out to be a monster and demonized and dehumanized. This better not be a sympathy piece for this guy. As I as I scroll down, we better not being sympathetic. Like, are we are we being sympathetic to this guy that killed children? Is that what we're gonna do? Because I I'm confused. <laughs> oh my goodness! As Brooks was held in jail, he was causing a whirlwind outside its walls. His name and mugshot were beamed onto screens across the country. Okay, for a couple days. For a couple days. A court official called the accusations against him shocking and said his criminal record was extraordinary. One of his ex-girlfriends described what he allegedly did as a monstrous act. Why are they talking to his ex-girlfriend? All right, let's move on. 39, he's charged with six counts of first-degree first intentional homicide because he drove an SUV through a thong of parade participants. A, A throng? A throng? Is that a group of people, a throng? He drove the SUV through a throng of parade participants and spectators. He's being held on a $5 million bail. The six people who were killed rage in age from 8 to 81. So he killed an 8-year-old and an 81-year-old. Two things I don't like in this world. I've told you guys this before. People that commit crimes against the elderly and people that hurt kids. So I have no sympathy for this fucking dickhead. Not at all, man. I don't care if... uh. If he was off his meds, I don't care if he was having a mental health crisis. Because guess what? If anyone else fucking does it, it's over for them. Well, like, why does this guy magically get sympathy? Kills a bunch of fucking children, man. Looks like, uh... Let's try to read more. On Wednesday, they interviewed him, said he was soft-spoken, calm, and lucid. He told them he was very close with his mother. Oh, but he appeared to not know she had released a statement about her son earlier that day. I wonder what she said. In her uh, letter... Woods said she was not making excuses, but noted, oh, I'm psychic, man, noted that her son has suffered from mental illness since he was young. Okay, cool, I guess, whatever. As a child, he was treated with counseling and medication, but when he became an adult, he lost the insurance he needed to pay for treatment. Since then, he'd cycled in and out of jail. Mental illness is real, and the system is broken. It can and must be fixed now. I I think I can agree with that. Sure, I can agree with that, but I also think that um, uh, every like we just we just said that his his criminal history was extensive, right, or extraordinary. Are we gonna blame every single one on mental illness? 
What would his What would his best friends say? Would they say that he's mentally ill, or would they say he's a crazy motherfucker? Because there's a difference, right? There's a difference. Like sometimes you get caught and you become mentally ill, but when you're not caught and you're just with your buddies, you're you're just like you're just our crazy homie. You're down for whatever. I think we need to fix that a little bit too, man. I don't think a lot of people talk about that. Oh, but whatever. Um, I just wanted to, you know, I keep getting asked about, oh, talk about Rittenhouse, talk about Rittenhouse. I'm like, dude, I, I just like the guy fucking, listen, everyone has their day in court. He had his day in court. Now the day's over. And uh, I, I did read they were trying to kick him out of college, which was really hilarious. He's going to like online college. And I, I guess kids in Arizona were scared that that a murderer was going to their college, but he was, he's five states away. They're like, yeah, but he has access to our parking structure. I'm like, bro, that fool does not care about you. Unless you're a pedophile. Ooh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Clearly I'm biased, okay? If you disagree with me, let me know in the comments. Clearly I'm biased. I don't, I don't try to hide the fact that I, I also kind of have an agenda, you know? I am a pro-gun guy. I try to, try to side that way. But I'm also like, pro-abortion i think you know i think maybe maybe there's some common ground that i can find with everybody and uh i'm not afraid to talk about this shit i just feel like when it's just me just me chatting there's no there's no other opinion so that's why we keep these conversations kind of short i feel like we cleared that up pretty well okay next article also a serious article (laughs) a fucking uh i just found out about this today in fact i started to read this article and i said you know what i'm not going to read this we should save it for the podcast because I was feeling a certain type of way. Uh, I want to also add that I could not understand half this fucking article because whoever wrote this, I feel like English is not their main language. Or I also feel like for some articles, they try to use as many words as they can possibly be using of the words on that day in which the words were used in that said article on which time they were saying at the present moment. Like when I say that out loud, it sounds dumb. Imagine writing it down. And you just, oh, you just said the same fucking thing nine times. And now I don't even know what you're saying because it's all, it's all weirdly combined. Okay, so whatever. I guess generally this kid went to school, killed four people, injured more. And uh, this article is about how they're trying to blame the parents because they think the parents had enough forewarning to prevent it. So maybe, maybe we'll start in the middle here. Uh, somebody says, the prosecutor says, I expect parents and everyone to have humanity and step in to try to stop a potential tragedy. I think we can all agree with that. The conclusion I draw is that there was absolute reason to believe this individual was dangerous and disturbed. I mean, if if a 15-year-old draws a picture with blood on it, I mean, half the time you're going to high-five the kid and just, just be like, well, at least he's not drawing fucking dicks and tits all over the fucking homework like I did when I was a kid. Man, when it, we dick drawing in high school should be an Olympic sport, okay? But this kid drew something crazy. I'll tell you what, man. Please don't put me in jail. When I was a kid, we had these things called GI Joes. Yeah, I know. I say it. I say it like you don't know what they are. But I promise, there's at least one person in this chat room who has no idea what a GI Joe is. They're these little army men that fucking have guns. And what you would do with your friends, you'd fucking walk walk each one over to each other and shoot each other in the head 9,000 times. You'd, you'd walk up to your friend's little character and you'd, you'd put your gun to his head and go, I got you. <laughs> then you'd move on with your life, right? That's what you would do. And nowadays, like, okay, like, okay, that's, that's weird and it's fucked up and it's evil. But it's like, that didn't mean I was going to go shoot four kids at my school. 
That meant that I was bored on a Saturday and my G.I. Joes were cooler than Anthony's bitch ass. Anthony pussy ass dollar store fucking G.I. Joes loser. Half of them don't even got guns. The arms falling off. Fuck you. Brrr. Hell no. I had a big old set. I had a big jug of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck Anthony. Um, <laughs> let's continue. Ethan. <laughs> Ethan Crumbly, 15, emerged from the bathroom with a gun, shooting students in the hallway, investigator said. He's charged as an adult with murder and terrorism and other crimes. Good. Fuck this kid. Under Michigan law, the involuntary manslaughter charge filed against the parents can be pursued if authorities believe someone contributed to a situation where there was a high chance of harm or death. Okay, cool. So, uh, let's continue. School officials became concerned about the younger Crumbly on Monday, one day before the shooting, when a teacher saw him searching for ammunition on his phone. Okay, like, I would, I would be concerned. Okay, so guess what? The teacher has to go to jail too now, because they knew about it, right? Are we going to play this game? Uh, kids searching for ammo on the phone, yeah, it's definitely a red flag. <laughs> definitely a big fucking red flag. Also, this kid has no credit card. What's he gonna? What's he doing with the foot with the ammo? Right? He's he's not able to buy it, or is he? Oh, this could be a slippery slope too. I better shut up. Jennifer Crumbly was contacted and subsequently told her son in a text message. Oh, you stupid bitch! LOL. I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. I'm gonna go ahead and surprise you guys right now. I think this might be not a good mom. <laughs> I think I think this might be a bad mother. I'm going to go ahead and just pull the trigger. Oh, I shouldn't use that fucking phrase. I think this is a bad mom. Okay, let's start there. And then let's continue. Let's see where this article takes us because I told you guys I have not read this yet. You guys are learning at the same pace I am. On Tuesday, a teacher found a note on Ethan's desk and took a photo. It was a drawing of a gun pointed at the words, The thoughts won't stop. Help me. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck is going on here? There was also a drawing of a bullet with the words above it, quote, blood everywhere. Wow, this is like some uh, red rum shit. Between the gun and the bullet was a person who appeared to have been shot twice and is bleeding. He also wrote, quote, my life is useless and the world is dead. According to the prosecutor, this is a really... Fucked up and depressed kid. Wow. Wow, I did not see this article going this way. The school quickly had a meeting with Ethan and his parents who were told to get him into counseling within 48 hours. Now, I could be wrong about this, but I think most of the time, these kids don't just end up like this. Maybe sometimes they do. Maybe just an imbalance or something. Most of the time, this kid has some sort of trauma. Obviously, I'm not a therapist, but the parents or the mom or the dad or someone in his life has traumatized this fucking kid. Okay? And I hope that we get to the bottom of that. Well, I guess it really doesn't affect me. But I think it would be interesting to try to get to the bottom of this because this is really dark. Yeah. Okay. The Crumblies failed to ask their son about the gun. What gun? They haven't even talked about the gun. Or check his backpack. They uh, resisted the idea of their son leaving the school at that time. So that was the day before. I'm not really sure what this sentence means. Uh, instead, the teen returned to class 
and the shooting subsequently started, occurred. Wow. The notion that a parent could read those words and also know their son had access to a deadly weapon that they gave him is unconscionable. It's criminal. So I'm confused. They gave him a gun. I didn't, maybe I skipped a, maybe I skipped a paragraph, a paragraph. It's just one sentence. Every sentence is a paragraph of these fucking articles. Um, I feel like, uh, what the heck is going on here, man? They gave him a gun to go to school. I'm, I'm just blown away by that. Maybe somebody can clear this up for me. It doesn't say they handed him a gun. Jennifer Crumbly texted her son after the shooting saying, quote, Ethan, don't do it. Don't do it. James Crumbly called 911 to say that a gun was missing from their home and that Ethan might be the shooter. The gun had been kept in an unlocked drawer in the parents' bedroom. So this is going to be like, this is just free ammo for the anti-gun people. Because it's like, we have this this thin line, right? If you want to protect your home, you need to have a gun that's quickly accessible. But if you want to protect your kids, you have to have a gun that they can't get to. That's impossible, right? The, the, the line is so thin, if you put the gun really high up, kid can't can't reach it but the kid learns how to climb if you hide it kids are fucking intuitive they fucking find it they tell their friends about it they fucking touch it when you're not home you know boop they touch it look what i saw and uh whatever i know in my house uh it's funny they my my grandparents when i lived here for a long time they never talked to me about guns right but i knew where one gun was it was a revolver i knew where it was and they just literally said don't ever fucking touch this or you're going to get fucked up. Like, we're going to fuck you up. So I never touched it. I didn't even open the thing, the drawer that I was in, because I was, I was in fear of my life. I, my life was at stake if I touched this thing, because I would get the shit kicked out of me really fucking bad. And uh, like it was fear that motivated me. But nowadays, it's kind of like kids don't really get motivated by fear that much anymore. I don't know why that is. Maybe they, uh, they have so many friends now online that they have this sort of mentality like they're tough everywhere. I've seen my friend's kids just, like, I've seen my friend slap the fuck out of his kid for, for like, like being a dick to security at the mall. Slap the fuck out of the kid. And the kid just gets slapped, starts crying, but then he's just like, whatever, dad. Whatever, dude. And I'm just like, whoa, dude. Like, your dad's gonna beat the shit out of you in front of all your buddies right now. And, uh, that, like, that, the thought of that happening to me was, like, terrifying, Absolutely terrifying. Anyway, let's continue reading. Nowadays, it, it's it's weird because what do you do? You educate the kid? Well, if you educate the kid and the kid's already fucking crazy like this guy, then what did you achieve? You know, you educated a kid that's fucking crazy. You might have even fucking helped him become better at killing. So it's, it's, it's weird. What is the answer? You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, what is the answer? Over the long weekend, Jennifer Crumbly wrote on social media... That it is, quote, Mom and Sunday testing out his new Christmas present. Wait a minute. Hold on. I skipped one. Ethan accompanied his father for the gun purchase on November 26th and posted photos of the firearm on social media, saying, just got my new beauty today. Over the long Thanksgiving weekend, Jennifer Crumbly wrote on social media that it's Mom and Sunday testing out his new Christmas present. So, I'm... I'm okay with these parents going to fucking jail, okay? 
You guys know me. You guys know my stance on all this shit. I'm okay with these fucking parents going to jail. And here's why. You know your kid's fucked up because they know their kid pretty well. I know parents can sometimes, like, become, like, blind to the fact that their kids are, like, doing fucked up shit, like smoking weed or, like, but you know, like, fucking around, breaking windows or maybe even, like, stealing cars or robbing stores or something. I don't know. Sometimes parents are blind to that. But the fact this guy's got pictures laying around his house of, like, people he's going to kill and pictures of dead bodies and guns and shit and your, your, your immediate fucking, like, response is, you know what? Our kid's fucking crazy. Time to buy him a gun. Time to buy him a gun and give it to him and leave it with him. Like, fuck you. He's 15 years old. But buy him an air rifle so that, so that his, his, his fucked up ass can go shoot a frog or something. But something small enough to not be able to hurt a human being. Especially if you know that he's fucking crazy. Or, you know what, I just, I just, did, I just gave them the recipe to mold a serial killer. Maybe my, maybe my opinion's bad. I would, I would sit around and think about it. Thank God I'm not a parent. If I was, I might change, I might change a lot of my outlooks on this type of shit. Right, let's hurry up and get through this because we've spent a lot of time on these articles already. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, high school is like a war zone, won't be ready for weeks. <laughs> he acknowledged the meeting of Crumbly, the parents and school officials. Throne offered no details, but summed it up by saying, no discipline was warranted. Let's continue. Of course, he shouldn't have gone back to that classroom. I believe that is a universal position. I'm not going to chastise or attack, but yeah. I think the big thing is, um, yeah, like I've already said it. If you're a parent and you already know that your kid is fucked up, you already know that your kid's drawing pictures of dead bodies, and your first thought is, all oh, gun time. I think everyone everyone sees the best in their kid. You know what I mean? I think everyone just sees their kid and goes, oh, he's a good boy deep down. I just watched a movie about this. I literally just watched a movie about this. I can't wait to talk about movies. You know what? Fuck this article. Let's get back into the meat and potatoes of uh, of, of my podcast here. I watched a movie called, what was it called? Um, Looper. <laughs> I didn't even write that down. I just thought of it. Looper. It's a really confusing movie about time travel and murder. And uh, it comes down to uh, this guy goes back in time to try to kill a big gang leader, right? It's a little more confusing than that. By the way, have you guys seen the JFK fucking, it's like a JFK series kind of like this? I want to go back and watch that. that. That show seemed like pretty interesting. Anyways, so this guy goes back in time to try to kill this, uh, this gang leader who just ruins the world. But they try to kill him when he's 10 years old. So it's like kind of morbid, like, oh, do you want to kill this kid or not? And they, they meet the kid. And they realize the kid is really mentally fucked up. They realize that he's mentally fucked up and they kind of see why and they kind of see how. And then they have to figure out like, oh, how do we fucking, how do we not make this kid destroy the world? But also let's hopefully not kill a 10 year old. You know what I mean? And uh, it's it's an interesting movie. And I feel like that's kind of what this is. The parents know that their kid is fucking terrible, but they, they, you know, you don't want to lock him up right away. (laughs) But also giving him a gun. I don't know about that. Yeah, Looper, pretty pretty interesting movie. I think you guys might enjoy it. Although it is kind of like, eh, I don't. It's not. It, it, it ain't no critically acclaimed film. Let me just say that. All right, I got some more topics. Let's try and get through these pretty quickly. Uh, Garrett Jenner was in town, and he invited me to come hang out. I haven't seen him in like five years, probably. In fact, we're not even really that close friends. Uh, you know, we're more of acquaintances. But he's a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. You know, it's nice that he checked in and said hello we did not get a chance to hang out here's the thing though i always throw my little bitch fits and cry about people came to vegas and didn't hit me up wah, wah, wah. well 
I think I think that's really nice and cool of him. Even though we didn't hang out, he said, "Hey, I'm in town for a day and a half. I'm gonna be over here." I said, I, "I'm not going to the strip, but if you want to come meet us, I'll be over here." We didn't meet up, but the fact that he shouted me out and was like, "Hey, dude, just uh, just let you know I'm in town. If you if you want to kick it," I thought that was so nice. I really thought that was fucking nice, man. It made me feel happy. It made me feel warm and bubbly inside, man. Because I always tell you guys, people come to Vegas, and if, if I feel like they're ducking me. Because sometimes I see people are in Vegas, and I text them, I text them, and I say, hey, dude, I see that you're in Vegas right now, and they ignore me. Or they wait until they're back home, and they do this, oh, I just barely got this, barely got this. So I'm like, okay, whatever, dude, fuck out of here. Speaking of YouTubers, um, Sun Hat Kid. If you guys haven't seen this video, I think it came out two days ago. Sun Hat Kid did, I, I guess, a lot of work with uh, Danny Duncan, who I think started as a skateboarding YouTuber. Honestly, I don't know much about Danny Duncan. I, I'm not saying that to be like a cool guy. I just don't know much about him. I never really followed him. I knew that he was doing like begging chicks to kiss him on the beach, and that became like a viral sensation. And then recently, like in the past month, I clicked his channel and I clicked a, like, Danny Duncan trailer, this guy has a whole fucking, like, tour, where he does, like, he has a tour bus, and I guess he does, like, stunts and videos and shows and presentations, and he's just an all-around, like, really well-known guy, and I didn't know that. Maybe I'm older, or maybe I just don't pay attention enough. But one of his buddies, Sun Hat Kid, just came out with a video about how Danny Duncan's really fucking mean to him and spent, like, a long time, like, abusing him, punching him and this guy son had kid he really didn't i guess have a place to live so you know he's hanging out with this famous guy he's making money but he's also just being like really mistreated according to him and it's a really like sad story it's like an 18 minute video of son hat kid just talking about like yeah whenever that guy was in a bad mood he would just come up to me and punch me and kick me and pull a knife on me and uh at, at, at one side, you're like, okay, kid, like, really? Is it really that bad? Or are you just like, or did you just lose your, your best friend and now you don't make any money? Now you want to make a, one of those videos where now you call everybody out. But I don't think it's like that because he had some proof. He had some uh, some text messages or what I would call proof, kind of like, like validating his story. And what it really comes down to is, man, it makes me think back to um, when I was in grade school, like first grade, second grade, third grade, that time. I was kind of like, I was kind of like a bully, you know, but I also got bullied a lot. So I was, I was a bully to people like smaller than me, but people bigger than me were like bullying me. So now that I'm older, man, the thought of somebody bullying someone is just really like, it just, it makes me like just unhappy, you know, that, that, that exists out there. I literally got uh, like, I had to go to the office one day cause I was bullying this fucking kid. And they were like, hey, you got to chill out on this fucking guy. He tries to be nice to you, and you're a dick to him all the time. Like, I was talking shit on this kid when he shot basketball. I was always fucking, if he got a lower grade than me, I'd be like, oh, dumbass, got a bad score. You know what I mean? And uh, now that I'm, you know, now that I'm 30 years later in life, <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's really fucked up shit, man. It's really fucking stupid. And the fact that this can happen to two adults on YouTube to where, you know, a kid is a kid is afraid, afraid to hang out with his buddies because... He's getting picked on so much and fucked with so much and punched. He said he punched him in the mouth and made his mouth bleed and shit. It's kind of like it just makes it uh, just a really, really unfortunate story. 
And uh, I really, I'm, I'm happy that kid came out with his story. And I think maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll make other people in that circle want to come out. And it certainly paints this guy, Danny Duncan, in a really negative light. A really negative light. And I also think it's weird. I don't know the details of this. But he also mentioned that when he moved in with Danny Duncan, he had to sign a 10-year contract to where Danny Duncan was, like, in charge of his social media. Bro, I don't want to hang out with nobody that thinks they that thinks they can have power over my social media. If you're just an everyday human being. That's like some, like, that's some prostitute pimp shit. That's, that's like some, some weird, like, controlling bullshit. And uh, I don't know. I, I hope that hope that that kid can move on with his life and heal. And I'm kind of curious to see where the story goes because uh, within 24 hours, the video had 300,000 views, and now it's a day later. It probably has a lot more. So it's it's just kind of like it's just a scary scary idea, man. It's the the kid. You can just tell that he's not he's not a super like tough guy, dude. He's he's like a lover, right? A lover, not a fighter. So when you get a guy like that and you take advantage of him, it's just fucking. Ugh, it just gives you, like, the, the willies. It gives you the willies, right? It makes you not fucking happy about it. Um, so, uh, I got a text from a bartender the other day. He said, hey, I haven't seen you in, like, three weeks. I said, yeah, I've been busy. He goes, well, you and all your buddies owe me money. I said, uh, why did you wait? <laughs> like, in my mind, I'm like, why did you wait three weeks to tell us? Because now that it's been three weeks, now we can't, now we're not gonna remember... That night, because it's been three fucking weeks. So you you could be lying. I'm going to talk to him tonight. I think the plan is going to be, hey, listen, if I ever owe you money, let me know one day later. That way I can dispute it with you if I think that maybe you're off by a little bit or maybe I'm off by a little bit. But if we play this game, we're like, oh, yeah, I've been keeping track for three weeks, but I've kept it a secret from you for three weeks. That's kind of like a bad faith, like a bad faith argument, you know? So uh, I'm going to probably go see him tonight and, and try to get to the bottom of this. But I'm like, I'm like, dude, that also is like, ugh, like rubs me the wrong way. You know, it, it, the guy's cool. You know, we were friends. But the fact that I'm like, you could have texted me one day later or two days later, three weeks later. I can't dispute you. I can't go. Well, yeah, on uh, wait a minute. On November 3rd, I think I only had like six beers. So I don't know where you're getting this number from. I can't do that. Because I don't remember how many beers I had on November 3rd. You know what I mean? So that's just something going on in my life. Um, What else? What else? Skate spots video with friends. What does that mean? Oh, 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 okay. This topic is kind of interesting. I find it amusing and kind of annoying how far my friends will go to avoid supporting me. Now, let me explain this small situation. But this applies to a lot of things in life. And I'm guilty, too. Maybe I know somebody that works as a barbershop, and maybe I'd prefer to cut my own hair. Okay, cool. Kind of. Let me explain this scenario to you, and you tell me if two of my friends aren't fucking scumbags for this. I put these videos out every single Friday on YouTube where I explain a cool skateboarding spot in Las Vegas, and I give you directions to the spot in the YouTube description. I say, here's this cool spot. It's located at 623 Jones Street, or fucking, you know, that I tell you the, the address... The zip code, here's where the spot is. One week after I upload those videos, I re-upload them to Instagram. Because not everyone watches YouTube, and YouTube censors my, my shit. They don't show people my footage. They don't show people my videos. So, listen to this. I put this video on Instagram, and in the video, it's a 15-second video, it says, Check out the YouTube video 
if you want directions to this spot. That's all it says. I got multiple DMs and comments that said, and I quote, hey, text me the direction to that spot. Text it to me. Stop everything you're doing. Pull out your phone. Type in my number. Send me a text message that includes the address. Versus them simply supporting my YouTube channel by clicking it once, one click, and now I can see the address. It's almost as if they they are trying their absolute hardest to not give me that one view. That one little view. They will do everything in their power to avoid any type of support for my channel. And I, I, I get personal about it, man. It's personally fucking annoying. Because in the video it says, go to my YouTube channel for the address. That's, that's me giving you one instruction, right? It's like some weird power move. But instead of me giving you that one instruction, you then flip it on me and order me to do a favor for you. Bitch, wasn't this whole thing already a favor? I'm already giving you guys this valuable information for skateboarding. I'm already doing the favor. All you have to do is your part. Just click the goddamn video. And then, ta-da, you get the address. Everyone's happy. It's fucking goofy, man. Speaking of YouTube, uh, they got rid of the dislike button. I think that's kind of weird. Specifically... Um, because I like to watch cooking videos, right? And the easiest way for me to know if I click a cooking video and I, I, I'm wondering if it's bullshit, like, oh, here's how to make a pizza. I look at the like to dislike ratio. If there's a lot of dislikes, this fool sucks at making pizza. If there's a lot of likes, he's good at making pizza. That simple, right? Somebody in the chat earlier had mentioned that maybe it's something to do with trying to hide like dislikes from political shit or like COVID information and that doesn't surprise me either but the fact that now I can click a cooking video and I have no idea if it's good or not now I have to read the comments but guess what it's a slippery slope because very soon the comments are going to be policed heavily also they're going to be very heavily policed because now that I'm no longer able to speak with my dislike now I have to speak with my comments and now people are going to get if you thought people were opinionated before when all they had to do was hit dislike and that explained their stance, now they have to actually type out their stance. If you thought you had bad press before, internet, world, media, politicians, if you think you had bad press before, it's going to get way fucking worse and you better f- hire a full team of people to delete comments. And I, that goes for you cooking assholes too. Because now the mean comments are about to get way more mean if you don't know how to make a fucking steak and potatoes or something. So I think it's I think it's annoying to me. Made my life harder, but you know what? It's gonna bite you in the ass. I think it's gonna bite you in the ass, uh, world. Uh, last two topics. I saw a movie called The Giver. It's a really interesting, kind of like sci-fi fantasy movie about what would happen if uh, if there was no murder and everyone was nice to each other and no one had an opinion, and then uh, it turns out there's one person born who just does have an opinion, and he starts trying to give everyone else opinions, and it's just a really interesting like social sort of commentary movie based on a book, I guess. I don't know anything about it. But if you guys are looking for new movies to watch, I would say The Giver was really interesting. And it's also uh, kid-friendly. So if you have kids or whatever you want to watch a movie, Looper is mostly about killing people. Uh, The Giver is an interesting, interesting movie in my opinion. You know, every time I see a movie, every time I see a movie where I go, oh, I haven't seen this idea yet. 
You know, it's no longer, uh, you know, Taken, where every movie is about somebody getting kidnapped and I have to go save them. You know what I mean? We've seen that movie 500,000 times. Whenever I see one that I sort of haven't seen before that idea, I think it's I think it's interesting. Not saying it hasn't been done before, but I haven't personally seen it. Okay. Final video. Uh, final topic, I mean. Excuse me. This is This is sort of like a joke. And to me, it was really funny, but you guys might not find it funny because it it might be one of those you had to be there kind of things. But let me set it up for you guys. I was at the bar. The bartender's name was Sammy. And he was saying something about, uh, you know, he knew a guy that used to get into a lot of bar fights. And uh, he said, oh, I watched this guy get in probably 50 bar fights in 10 years. He never lost one fight. I said, damn, that's crazy. And then he goes, you know what I never understood? I never understood why people take their shirts off before they fight. And I said, well, Sammy, that's easy because if you fight with your shirt on, it's going to get either stretched out or it's going to get ripped. He goes, yeah, but it's fucking weird, right? Isn't it like, isn't like a primal thing? Aren't you like trying to show off like how tough you are? And I'm like, no, 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 Sammy. Also, if you're wearing a shirt, someone can grab the shirt, rip it, like wrap it around your neck. You know, they can, they can toss you around. They can put it over your face. They can do all this shit to where, uh, to where you can't see and then fuck you up even more. And he goes, uh. He goes, yeah, but like, what's up with that? I'm like, dude, you just take off the shirt, you fight, and then you put your shirt back on. Now you have a fresh shirt. Cool. No big deal. He goes, well, listen, Steve, why don't you just bring an extra shirt in your car? And I go, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad idea. You can just bring two shirts. That's a great idea. goddammit. bring two shirts. And he's like, while you're at it, bring an overnight bag, maybe a toothbrush, maybe bring a backpack and a sleeping bag. That way, after you get in a fight, you can take a nap. And you can just be prepared for anything. And I'm like, dude, this is so funny. I think it might have been the alcohol making me laugh. But I was like, dude, you just take that simple idea and just keep it going. Like, why don't you guys both bring sleeping bags and have a sleepover? And then bring a little campfire. And then to bring an extra shirt and then some shoes and then some fishing poles. And then you guys can go out and you don't have to fight at all. You can just go have a nice relaxing evening down by the river. No fighting needed at all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I like the way this conversation's going. I really do. <laughs> Oh, shit. Maybe it was funny to me. Maybe, you know what? Maybe, you know, if it doesn't make you guys laugh, it made me laugh. Kind of sucks that we're ending the podcast on such a uh, such a shitty joke. But I think we killed it today. I'm really happy with how this podcast went. That's all I got for you guys. Let me shout out everyone who supported today. Shout out to Keith Skates. Donated 211 bits. Shout out to Julie Fett. Donated 500 bits. And Muy Bastante. Donated five gift subs to Logan Bro, Node, Redbeard, Mo Flavor, and Jerukin. Always appreciate the support, guys. I will be doing the post show. As you guys probably noticed, I saw the chat going off a lot here. When I'm going off on a big old rant, I'm usually not looking at the chat because it distracts me. And I want to have this sort of, uh, I want to have like a schedule going, right? Like some, some momentum going for this podcast for the people that are listening to it on Podbean or iTunes or YouTube. By the way, if you tuned in late, you can always watch the rerun of this podcast on iTunes on Podbean, and on YouTube. Can I get a hell yeah? Can somebody type hell yeah in the chat so I can shout all you guys out? If you want to watch the podcast live, that's great. All you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time every single Friday. Yes, every single Friday. It's much more fun when you watch live because you get to watch me fuck up. That's right, I get stuttering, I get to sneezing, I get to sniffling. It's all around a better time. Plus, you get to hang out for the post show 
where we can really get to know each other. Shout out to Julie Fed, Sharky Genie, iBook Boy, Mo Flavor, North Shooter, Sully J, Divine Crozier, Infamy. By the way, guys, we got a lot of support here on the podcast. You know, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. If you want to support, but you don't have like money, I guess, I'll always accept your money. I Money first. Always give me all your money. But if you don't have any money, or maybe you need to save it for Christmas, that's fine. Save up your money for Christmas. The best way to support the podcast is to, that's right, tell a friend. Tell a friend about the podcast. Tell a coworker. Tell your mom and your dad. Tell your, uh, tell your friends that like Kyle Rittenhouse. Tell your friends that hate Kyle Rittenhouse. Tell your friends that hate pedophiles. We might have something in common. Yeah, that's right. Uh, again, we usually don't get that controversial here, but I felt like I had to address it because you guys were really fucking, really chapping my ass. <laughs> my homie DC said, he said, hey, hey, homie, why do white people say chapping my ass so much? I'm like, dude, they don't. <laughs> I'm like, bro, they don't say that. You you made that up. <laughs> but right now, my ass is getting pretty fucking chapped. I hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend. The, uh... The podcast comes out on Sunday. I think I covered everything. We also upload other videos. Tomorrow's Ninja Review is going to be really fucking funny. And I uploaded a skate video spot today. I don't, fuck, I didn't even read my comments today. I woke up today, went straight to working on my drain, snaked my drain, found out why my house smelled like gasoline, got that figured out, then jumped on the podcast, so I haven't had time to start my day. But guess what? I'm going to be here for the post show. Tune in live next time. I appreciate all you guys. Everyone have a great weekend. Don't drink too much, but also... Don't drink too little. If you see somebody being bullied, try to uh try to stand up for him, please. It's going to make you feel good, it's going to make them feel good.